It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. You know, it's not every day we get to come on the air and introduce a guest where we can say, and now the man that saved Jen's life. But we're going to. Because please welcome to the show Dr. Nishant Patel, the cardiothoracic surgeon from Palm Beach Gardens Medical Center. Woo, Sir, hero. I think you deserve a round of applause because thanks for bringing our girl back. Uh, of course. <laughs> thanks for having me. Sure. You know, I, have to, I have to share Dr. Patel. It was funny because when I first met Dr. Patel, it was, it was kind of late at night. I had, had a catheterization and my uh, cardiologist said he didn't have enough stents. And then Dr. <laughs> Patel came in to say what he was going to do. And I said, you know what? I said, if this goes really well, I could put you on the radio. His comment was, I've already been on Good Morning America and the Today Show. I just went, oh, well, I kind of burst my bubble. <laughs> well, can you slum it down a little and come on our little? No. But we want to thank you, though, for what you do. But also, it's really important to bring you on. And could this turn into a more positive thing, though? It's Heart Health Month, obviously. American Heart Association, all about that. But Jen in particular, you know, we said this, doctor, how we always kind of recognize Heart Month all the time. It always means a lot. It's always really important. Boy, does that hit close to home now, especially for women with what we've gone through with Jen. I mean, especially with women, the message has to be heard, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Um, You know, one in three deaths in America among women are due to cardiovascular disease. Wow, and and that that number is more than all of the cancers combined. Wow, and and a lot of cardiovascular huh. disease can be prevented. Right, a lot of it can be treated, um, and and there are many reasons why I think it's uh, underappreciated, you know, in the community, both physicians as well as you know lay people. You know, why is it that it's you know, women have heart disease, and we don't know about it, or they present late uh, to physicians with these problems. Yeah. There's a variety of different reasons for that. Um, you know, n- number one, I think uh, women versus men, their symptoms can differ. You know, most symptoms of heart disease are going to relate to chest pain, but women more than men will complain of symptoms that are not typical chest pain. So, for example, jaw pain or arm pain shortness of breath, fatigue, sweating, uh, you know, uh, uh, basically unusual symptoms or Mm. abdominal pain, uh, even reflux symptoms. So, you know, when women go to to physicians or they experience these symptoms, they perhaps will just say, oh, this is not my heart and and, and sort of fight through it. But but sure enough, it it definitely can (laughs) be heart disease. Doesn't this go back to what we always say? I've said it. Anybody that's married and has had kids will tell you. Women are tougher than we are as men. And this is, you probably run into this all the time. That's as, that's if women complain at all. Because sometimes they'll just say, oh, that's just, I've had that for a while. Right. Right. That's absolutely true. Uh, It's true in my family. (laughs) We have heart disease in my family as well. Uh, You know, uh, uh, my mom, my aunt, grandmothers, they're, they're all pretty much built the same way. They're tough. They don't complain much. <laughs> right. And then us guys, we have man flu, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you have a hangnail in yeah. your bed for a week. <laughs> pretty much. Kidding? But you know what it is, Dr. Patel, too, and, I, and I'll speak from experience. I was tired. I had shortness of breath. Right. Right. I gained weight. I was dizzy. I justified it every which way but loose. 
I was tired because of my hours. I gained weight because, well, I was tired and I wasn't doing as much exercise. No, you'd come in and you'd say, well, it's just because I was working in the yard yesterday. Yeah. You know, and, you you'd know, explain it away. That's what you did and what a lot of women do. And I did that for a long time. And it almost killed me, unfortunately. So don't, I, I'm telling you as a woman to, to women listening this morning or to guys who have you know female partners, don't let them ignore it. If, if your wife or your partner or your daughter or your aunt, your uncle, whatever the case may be, somebody has a symptom, don't be embarrassed. Go find a cardiologist. Okay, I have a question to ask Dr. Patel that's totally off mainstream here. If someone doesn't have a cardiologist and has problems, how do you get in to see one? Mm. Well, the, the, the quarterback for your health care should be an excellent primary care physician. He or she should be the one that can get you to specialists, uh, you know, readily and, and physician that the, the primary care physician actually works with on a regular basis. So that, that, that's, that should be the quarterback for your health, whether it's issues with your endocrine system or whether it's issues with the heart and vascular system. Um, you know, that, that would be the go-to person. So finding a trustworthy, somebody that you get along with, somebody that, uh, um, you know, you can, you can sit down and be very open with about your health is critical. Now, if you're new to the area or perhaps you're looking for um, uh, a primary care physician and, and haven't found one that fits the mold for you, you know, the easiest thing to do is to go onto a hospital website. So you can go to you know, the uh, Palm Beach Gardens Medical Center website and mm-hmm. there's a search engine there. Then you can find a cardiologist that's in the community and, and give them a call and, and get in there as soon as possible. All right, now we're going to get to the real nitty-gritty part of this so that we're all yeah. wondering, okay? What? When you finally got in there, you open Jen up. You finally actually look at her heart. Was it all charred and shrunken like the Grinch? <laughs> well, I think, you know, I, I had a sneaky suspicion that perhaps asked me this, and I, and I, 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 I didn't know how to really respond. Well, how could you? A little bit of question. Um, so, I, you know, I, I, I love my steak, so I was going to say it was a perfect medium rare. <laughs> We say that out of love because that's been our going ongoing joke for years because we're so jaded and seeing so many news stories for years. <laughs> that I'm charred inside. Thanks, Dr. Patel. <laughs> you know what? Uh, a special congratulations to your cardiothoracic team at Palm Beach Gardens Medical Center for the hospital. You just won some kind of special award, right? Right. There's um, uh, Health Grades, which is a, a national um, basically rating system or, or they basically hand out awards for excellence in different kinds of specialties. And, and we were the only hospital in the entire county that won the award for valve surgery and for cardiac surgery. Nice. Um, and, you know, and, and what that means to me is, you know, I think, I think in all professions, whether you're a physician, a lawyer, or a teacher, or, or whatnot, um, we, we have a tendency to rest on laurels. You know, mm, we've right. done so many. We were the first. We've done. We've been around for fifty years, et cetera, et cetera. And and uh, really, that that to me is is not as important. It, it, what's really important is what have you done for me lately? Sure. And and what what this award means to me, and I, and I hope to my team is that we're not resting on our laurels, and we're you know continuing to advance the care that we can provide to our own community by being innovative, being safe. Uh, and, and just providing excellent cardiac care.
That's, well, that's outstanding. And well-deserved, too. Yeah, you did it for me. Proof Thanks positive. again. Hey, you know what? With that award, too, Doctor, you should all, the whole team, all, everybody you work with, you get to take it home one night like the Stanley Cup. You get to share it around. <laughs> <laughs> Put your names on it. Yeah, you should. I mean, it's a, it's a great award. You Well-deserved. Yeah, I could maybe if it has a cup to it, I can pour a nice glass of wine. Yeah. For my steak tonight. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's going to be medium rare, just like my heart. <laughs> I, I, I can't thank you enough. And, and Dr. Patel now knows anytime we have a medical issue, he's our go-to guy. Uh-oh, now. I, oh, I, wow. I, as I was leaving the hospital, I said, you know, you're stuck now. Well, when, he, when he's not doing national TV news, he's stuck with us. <laughs> yeah, he's slumming it locally. <laughs> No, not at all, not at all. Dr. Patel, thank you so much. Palm Beach Gardens Medical Center, great, great uh, job, obviously. We can't thank you enough for uh, for what you did for Jen. But, uh, you know, being in the community, though, because you do an awesome job and, you, and you're sharing that information with us. So, God love you. Thanks for everything. Thanks. We'll be calling you soon. Uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks. We're going to go do <laughs> surgery in 15 minutes. Get going, would you? Oh, man. You're we slacking. Go do that. you got more important things to do. Thanks again. <laughs> All right, take care. Take, take care, care, Dr. Patel. I love that man. I can see why. He's, wow, that's that's the guy you phenomenal. want right there. Excellence it, in his field and somebody that can actually communicate. He, you know, he is. He's like a I and I I speak from experience. I think most of the people in the ICU cardiac unit that I was in, he was the doctor and I saw him every single day. That's amazing. Two, three times a day he'd that's, wander in. He's always there. That's awesome. All right, we got a couple of headlines coming up next. We've also got uh, an amazing Florida to talk about. That's coming up next to the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Deputies located two men who had been shot uh, in or near a vehicle. They are a News 13 reporter and photographer who were on the scene to cover the homicide. Oh, man, is that, you know, as the details come out, it's getting worse and worse. That Sheriff John Mina in the press conference yesterday, we were just talking off the air right when we were coming back on. Jen says, you know how many national stories Florida's in the headlines for this week? Yeah. Including this one where a news team, a reporter and a photographer, uh, were attacked yesterday just outside of Orlando. One of them, the reporter, who was only 24 years old, died. He's, and he looks like he's 12. Oh, it's I, just awful. I'm thinking his poor family, this poor kid, you know, his life was ahead of him. Here's the sad part. This 19-year-old creeper that allegedly shot him, the reason the, the team was there was they found a 24-year-old woman dead in the middle of the street. This Channel 13 sends this crew out to go cover the shooting. While they're there covering the shooting, the shooter, this 19-year-old creeper, shoots the cameraman and kills, shoots and kills the reporter. Oh, my God. Cameraman's in critical condition. Yeah, but hopefully we don't lose him, too. Right. And they're both young. They're, they're kids. And then he goes up the street, this creeper, alleged creeper, and shoots a woman and her 9-year-old kid. Listen to the rap sheet of this kid, too, at 19 years old. Uh, the Sheriff Mina went through this. At 19, he has a lengthy criminal history to include gun charges, aggravated, aggravated battery and assault uh, with a deadly weapon, burglary, and grand theft charges. So the question, million-dollar question is, why is this kid on the street? That's uh, a great question. Uh, was it because he was a minor two years ago? But still, I don't know. they send him to juvenile detention centers. Yeah. I, I, why is this kid out? An insult to injury. And you can probably see the video everywhere now. I know it's horrible. on our news site as well. He's getting arraigned and he's smiling at the camera. Smirking. Just grinning and smirking, right? I'm like, slap that smirk right off your face. I, you know, it's, it's just horrible. 
And, and, and now you think, how many TV reporters do we know here in our partners at Channel 5 or Channel 12 or 25 or pick any of the TV stations? We know all of these people. Right. You know, some of them are anchors, yes, and they've been around for a long time. But you look at these kids that are out in the street and their kids, they're probably thinking, God, don't send me to a shooting anymore. God. This could happen to me. You got to think about it. I've always thought about that. When we see our friends, we know so yeah. many local reporters. We know national reporters who are on these crime scenes. and you- Oh, they're at war? Uh. You know, it's like, what, what are you doing? I don't know. They, you know they, they, they took a, a kid. It took a while for family respect, but uh, the name of the reporter is Dylan Lyons, only 24 oh, years old. It, 24. And we've got thoughts and prayers for the photographer, too. That's just probably just got out of college. It's probably his first job. That's just awful. really terrible, is. Terrible, terrible, terrible. All right, it's going to be a tough scene trying to uh, get out of Florida, even though our weather's beautiful. Not the story for the rest of the country. It's just nasty. Here's a travel expert, uh, Lee Abamonte, trying to get out of Florida. It's a nationwide thing. It's going to be uh, a chain reaction. So even you know planes in Miami might be delayed because of something that happened in Chicago or Detroit. Uh, and it's just the way it works. In some wow. mu- three states, not minus nine degrees Fahrenheit blizzard warning. Oh, jeez. 7,600 flights delayed and canceled this morning. Yeah, you're not going anywhere. 100, 100 degree difference in temperature. Oh, my God. Between us and some of these states. Isn't that amazing? Wow. And, and they say that it's not only just the snow or the sleet, it's the wind. They had 80 mile an hour winds in California yesterday. Yeah. 80 mile an hour. That's that's like a you know category one hurricane. Is that a two? When's two hit? No. I know. Mean, Diener, when's a hurricane two winds? Do you know? You're smart. Seventy four. Oh, so it would be a category two. Yeah. Eighty Mc- mile an hour. McAllen, Texas, was ninety five degrees yesterday. Oh my god. Uh, Minnesota was minus eleven. Wow. Some of the plain states. That's incredible. It's a tale of two countries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, you just look at it because, like, if you take, they took Michigan, like, south of Michigan's okay. Yeah. Michigan, and then it, this system is moving across the country toward New England. So it's going to affect, like, Connecticut and then north New England, like New Hampshire, Maine, Vermont, uh, like that. They're used to it. But still. This thing's been building since California. Won't it's stop. crazy. Went through the whole country. All right. And then to lighten things up a little bit, even though it's a crazy story, and it, it's not technically a floor dope. Yeah, it is. But yeah, yeah, and he might be from here. They just don't know. The it's a long distance. Yeah. Hey, man! No, you are so dumb. Even TMZ has this one, Jen. Oh, really? Because the <laughs> Hollywood Police Department got a call Sunday from a guy threatening to blow up the Hollywood sign. Here's what he said. He's going to destroy it with pipe bombs if they didn't pay him 10000 bucks in ransom. Wait, he calls the Hollywood Police Department to tell him this. Here's okay. the problem. He called Hollywood, Florida. <laughs> Hey, nobody said they're geniuses. <laughs> How do you screw that up, though? You're on the other side of the country. So, <laughs> yeah. Hello. And if you're from, Cal- if yeah, you're give from, me the Hollywood, from Hollywood, California, don't you know what the area code is? Uh, he's just, maybe he's just a dope dope. I don't know. So the Hollywood, Florida cops right down here did the right thing. They called the Hollywood, California cops and they said, hey, uh, keep an eye out for this lunatic. They looked into it. They didn't find that it was a credible threat. Thank, thank goodness. God. But st- well, I think it's a credible threat even if you make the call, no? Yes. Nobody had been arrested yet, but the LAPD is still investigating. And the, and the Hollywood fine, sign is in fine shape. After no worries about that. T- remember, remember all those fires? The first thing everybody worries about is the sign. Not the million-dollar houses that <laughs> no, are getting no. burned to the ground, Save but the, the sign. sign. Yeah. Save the Hollywood sign. Priorities. So it's like, okay. <laughs> remember, it was in total disrepair. Who was it? Douglas Fairbanks Jr.? Everybody owns, everybody owns a letter. 
Yes, but it was like it was the old time Hollywood stars that came up and said, "We're going to save it and we're oh, going to move it." Alice Cooper owns one of the O's. Does he really? He's not old time. <laughs> no, but I mean originally. And then I think over the years they've sold them since. You know, it used to be. Did you ever see the old pictures? It was Hollywood Land. Yeah. And then they took the land. When it burned down. Yeah, they said. Or somebody knocked it down. We can't afford the L-A-N-D. Just, just drop it. Yeah, we, we just want Hollywood. Now. Just leave it. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, so that's that. Jeez, people are stupid. The yes, they are. Police department. But hey, thank God they caught him, right? Wow. That's we got, good. We got rapid fire coming up uh, just a couple of minutes. We'll go around the horn with some headlines. Uh, some of them good, some of them bad. Who the heck knows? We'll update you on that. Jen's going to start it off a couple of minutes away. Stick around for that. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Rapid fire time. We'll go around the horn with some news stories. Jen's going to kick it off with what? Alabama's basketball team. Alabama. You know, Alabama, when the, the when the ranks uh, first came out, Alabama was rated number one yeah. in basketball. I don't think it's ever happened, right? They, well, uh, now they're number two. I know they two. put some money into that program. Well, apparently they got a team of not so many nice players. Last night they played uh, South Carolina in South Carolina, and their star at Alabama is this kid named Brandon Miller. Okay, Earlier this year, Brandon Miller provided a gun to a former Alabama basketball player, Gave him the gun. Oh, boy. Didn't know the guy was going to go use the gun to kill his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Or whatever girl he killed. Yeah, but so, if somebody's asking to borrow a gun, you know it can't be... How, how old is this kid? 18, 19 yeah, years old? Yeah, like 19. So young, he's got a gun? What has he got a gun for? Young mistake from a kid, though. <laughs> yeah, so now he shows up last night. It apparently has no effect on him, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But as he was entering the arena, they st- everybody starts screaming, "Lock him up! Lock him up!" The whole and arena? The whole arena? No, a whole his whole no, arena? In, no, in South Carolina. Oh, okay, well that so makes sense. But apparently that inspired him because he had 41 points, including the game-winning shot. Wow! But people are trying to figure out why isn't this kid locked up and ha- why hasn't he been arrested? Wow! It's so, a strange situation because you know obviously he he wasn't intending. No. To give someone no. a gun to use as a murder weapon, he didn't know what it was being used for. But at the same time, it's your weapon that you gave to somebody that, and that's the murder weapon. It's so still irresponsible. I, I've yeah. never heard of anybody of my friends that are responsible gun owners letting somebody borrow one. I mean, is that can that be considered an involuntary manslaughter? Uh, it's his weapon. I don't know. It's his weapon, right? It's registered I don't know. to him. Well, and I'll, he even told. Yeah. I, apparently, according to reports, he told the kid he gave it to. There's, as he put it, there's heat in the hat. Which means there's a, there's a bullet in the chamber. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's so he knew he's going to be going away. I think. Well, but, I right mean, now Alabama's holding true to him, saying, you know, he's uh, we're not disciplining him. There's there's nothing huh. going on. Basically, they're they're standing behind him. Which, well, but it's not aiding and abetting. He gave him a gun. It, yeah, it's a tough situation. It's it doesn't it look be, wow. it might be a misdemeanor charge, but it'll Maybe. be some kind of charge. Wow. Huh. Well, it's interesting, though, because Alabama's number two in the nation, and they're going to be a one seed, and he's one of the best players in the country. So. You know what the sad thing is? Vegas odds makers are looking at this going, all right, what's the court case? Call our lawyers there. What do they think? <laughs> yeah, sure. They will. Isn't oh, that yeah. sad? I know. But it's, it's his life's over, probably. Yeah. you got that promising career. Well, now Maybe. that you started off with a sports story, I'll follow up, and it's a good one. 
Georgia Bulldogs finally got their invitation oh, to the White House. Did they? What See, a joke this is was. Is this because of the backlash? Yes. They, they heard us talking about wow. it yesterday during Rapid Fire, and they That's were like, okay, we got to get him in there. Yeah, Karine Jean-Pierre is a big Rapid Fire <laughs> listener. She is. That's right. She's got the app. Uh, <laughs> nearly a month us. and a half ago, the Georgia Bulldogs, you might remember, were crowned national champs. The historic 65-7 to beatdown of TCU. Oh, this season terrible. There's been a massive <laughs> lobbying effort from Georgia senators, fans, the school, of course, players, fan bases, to be recognized by the White House. The incredibly clueless and tone deaf White House we have right now didn't respond until the public pressure was on. What is it with this administration? Finally answered Dog Nation's (laughs) call. National champs have now received the formal invitation to the White House at a time of their choosing, you know, that fits in with their travel schedule. Right. Uh, sometime during the season or before. They haven't released a date yet. I'd see, be saying, I, you bring the administration to me. Yeah, yeah see, I, this <laughs> you is come to us one now. of those things, too, where I would be saying, Spiteful. what, you're only inviting us now because people started saying stuff about it? I don't yeah. want to pity invites. Yeah, so, I mean, would you would you deny the invite now? Nah, I'd, I'd still go. Any invitation to the White House, I'd still go. No matter That's who it is. That's a big deal. It is, it is. I, I just feel like deal. this is one of those things where, like, you go to... All your friends are going to a party, and you're like, why wasn't I invited? And then they, two days later, they invite you, and it's like, well, I don't want to go now. Oh, but you got to go out of spite. <laughs> I'd go now Maybe. if I was a Georgia player, and I'd get there, and I'd even say hi to Biden. What's up, Corn Pop? <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Biden, are you guys for or against Marjorie Taylor Greene's idea here? This is a very oh. controversial thing that she came out with a couple days ago. It's been a concept floating around. But yeah. She said it out loud. The national divorce. Uh, it's It's... If that's going to happen, it's going to happen organically anyway. And this is what she's talking about is the culture war. That's what it is. So she's basically saying, well, and to me, this is a very dangerous idea because this is kind of what, you know, you're talking like a civil war, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah but she's not talking about secession. She's just talking about, listen, this blue state, blue areas, not even states, yeah. and the rest of us. So how do you have a national divorce? I don't understand what she's uh, getting at. I think she just means... I- She's, she's. I think what she's trying to say is, if you don't like what that state's doing, let that state go over there and do what it wants. But right. don't bother me. Our yeah. state over here, little Florida, is going to do what it wants to do. Don't come on into my house and tell me what I'm supposed to do. But in Get a way, it's happening anyway. We just talked about the number of people leaving Texas, right. New York, Massachusetts, Rhode Island. Not leaving Texas, leaving California and going to Texas. It's We're balkanizing. It's, ha- it's happened to every country in the world in history. You go sure. to the areas where you're surrounded by like-minded people. You that's colonize. How it, it happens naturally. Yeah, and that way, I, you know, I can totally understand that. To me, it just sounded like she was trying to say we need, we need like, you know, some type of uh, secession where Florida, you know, secedes from the United States or whatever it might be, where Alabama, Mississippi, they secede, and then you have California and Oregon over there. Yeah, and you it's don't like, want that. No, no, that's not the United States. It's literally not the United States at that point because they're not united they're anymore. They're not united. They're diversed. Yeah. We, tried that, we tried that in the mid-1800s. It didn't, didn't go so well. Yeah, it didn't work out too well. So she's just, she's got to be careful with that stuff. Yeah, That's really irresponsible. It's been a concept people have talked about for years, but it's not something that you can legislate, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah. She, she, she's a little loony tune sometimes. <laughs> well, <laughs> Speaking of little loony tune, that would be me, and Bill gets upset every time I tell him what? I have a funeral music playlist. Oh, no. Oh, my God. This he, is so he doesn't weird. understand We just talked this. to the doctor that saved your life. Can we get off the funeral <laughs> playlist? No, I'm not. <laughs> Let's talk about positive stuff. This is positive. All right. They did this was a national survey about funerals. The average funeral will set a family back anywhere from seven to twelve thousand dollars, and that's like wow. an inexpensive funeral. All right, that's like a regular you know box. That's not like a real high end casket. 
So they asked people, how would you want to be buried if you were given the option? You know, yesterday we talked about my kids want to put me in one of those pods that it's a tree. <laughs> it's oh, like, yeah. As long as it's not a fruit oh, tree. Gonna, we're going to shoot be, you into space. It would be sour, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to go to space. That's right. One, one in three people say they want their funeral to be as cheap as possible. Absolutely. Seven and ten said they'd even take an Amazon cardboard box nice. to be buried in. Wow. Just to save their family money. Enough of those things arrive at my house every day. Might as well use them. I, Start saving them. Yeah, speaking yeah. of which, why hasn't why hasn't the climate people why haven't the climate people attacked Amazon for all the cardboard boxes they've shipped around this world? I think they might be, because are you getting the bags yet? No. Uh, we get the bags now. I've got the white stuff bags. In them, and they, they make yeah. sure that they print in big, bold letters in the front. This is lighter and more uh, environmentally, uh, environmentally friendly, friendly than yeah. our oh. lightest box. Yeah, okay, so somebody is. Because yeah. yeah. yesterday I must have had 12 Amazon boxes at my house. So I was uh-huh. like, why are there so many boxes? Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I, you, can, you can recycle the cardboard, though. Well, I do. I fold it up and stick. Yeah. But I hate breaking them down. It's I know. It's a pain in the yeah. butt. Right before Recycle Day, which I guess would be Friday night, people stack up all their recycles. It's all Amazon boxes in my neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, funny. They fold, and everybody's good about it. They fold it up and stack them up. I mean, stacks do. and stacks. You, yeah. could, you could build a house out of this stuff. You guys get those big bins? Oh, yeah. Recycle oh, yeah. bins? Oh. But they don't, it's so much you don't fit in there. <laughs> See, but what happens is the recycle guys don't take it if you don't put it in the bin. That's right. The regular garbage guys take it. Very so what's the sense in having a recycle bin if the regular garbage guys take it? You got lazy recycle guys. <laughs> no, they, no, he doesn't get out of that truck. Oh, Little arms come out. He's all by himself. God. <laughs> well, after Jen's death story, I'm going to lighten it up just a tad. Uh, here's a fluffy one for you. If you're going to SeaWorld, yeah. leave your cash at home. Really? I mean, you still got to pay for stuff, but oh. leave the cash. Oh, at I home. thought it was free. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I'm so no, excited you gotta, here, Jen. You got to pay for your stuff, Shamu. <laughs> oh, geez, yeah. But they're going cashless as of yesterday. Why? Wow. The theme's no cash policy went into effect. Mobile payments like Apple Pay or Google Pay. Uh, kiosks around the park. Where you can also purchase prepaid debit card to buy items like food, clothing, or Jen's there stuff, is, Shamu. I was gonna say, what happens if you don't have a card? Are you kidding me? I get so excited because I got a tap card now. It's like, ooh, oh, you yeah. can tap. How dangerous is that, though? It's very dangerous. Tap, tap, tap. I tell you what's more <laughs> dangerous is that Apple Pay. Oh, I don't have that, so. Oh. <laughs> See, what is that? I'm so cheap. I know exactly what I'm spending. I don't care Does what Does it go I'm on using. your phone bill? Or an Apple bill? Is it a separate, Yeah, it just like- comes out of your, you attach your bank card thing oh. to, the, to the, the, the wallet in your phone. Oh, dear. Like that's what you yeah, do. All of the your modern subway systems now. You just boop, boop, boop. spending, 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 spending. Yeah, it's and it doesn't feel like you're spending anything. I know it's sad. You got to keep track <laughs> until you're overdrawn. It's really dangerous. <laughs> ding ding. Well, I have another feel good story. <laughs> oh good. Okay, I'll yes. rag on my funeral box story. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go ahead. Well, I'm the one who brought up the national divorce. So. <laughs> Don't God, do bad. Depressing Thursday. Jeez, <laughs> we'll lighten it up. Do you remember the story about uh, Peyton Hillis, the former yes. running back? Yes. This is great news. So Peyton Hillis, if you if you forget or if you never heard about it, he was the running back for the Browns, famously, and then he ended his career with the Chiefs. But in Pensacola Beach last month, he saved his kids from drowning, but almost died in the process. Oh. They had to bring him back to life on was, the beach. It was really oh, bad. Really? He was close to dying. Yeah, yeah they, they had, he had some kidney failure in the oh, hospital, dear. intensive care ventilator. For weeks, he's gonna be okay. Really? <laughs> he's out of the hospital. He's wow. Thanking everybody, they say they expected him to make a full recovery. He put on a, incredible. a big message out on Twitter. Thank you, everybody, for their prayers, for their thoughts. I uh, said it was a very traumatic experience for him and his family, but 
They, the doctors tell him that he shouldn't have to worry about anything, and they're gonna. He, they expect him to make a 100% recovery. It's a might, full recovery. Was yeah. he in great shape before? I mean, he had to be in good shape before he tried to. He was still in pretty good shape after his playing career. Big yeah. guy. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. It got kind of over. Uh, it would happen at the same time as Demar Hamlin, so he didn't get the headline. That's right. It was like the same. Really, week. but it was yeah. an amazing story. Incredible. Wow. So he saved his yeah, kids. I, were totally I, fine. I didn't even hear about yeah. it. Yeah. What happens if when his kids, because they're little, what happens when their teachers are like, what have you ever done for us? Well, let me tell you about that trip we took to Pensacola. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that time I died saving you? Don't tell me I'd ever do anything for you. (laughs) Holy cow. That's that's awesome. Great to hear. He's going to be just fine. That is great. All right, we got uh, highlights from the Trump visit to East Palestine, including the McDonald's visit. That was something. I'm sure. You know what? McDonald's better send over Big Macs today to Mar-a-Lago. Exactly right. And right or wrong? Kid's parents added lifts to his shoes so he could ride the rides at Disney World. Hmm. I'm all for cheating. I'm well, sorry. I know. That's, that's a tough call. It's coming up next. The Self Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. What's your specialty today? How are you today? Nice to meet you. Hello, everybody. That's a nice, beautiful looking, beautiful baby. So I know this menu better than you do. Okay? I probably know it better than anybody in here. Uh, we're going to take care of the fire department. Okay. We're going to take care of the police department. Trump at Mickey D's. Wow. Well, I don't know how many Mickey D's he's going to back home here at Mar-a-Lago, unless he, you know, tells the chef to sneak out at night. All right, listen. Sneak out, don't tell Melania. Go <laughs> sneak out to Palm Beach Lakes and give me a bunch of Big Macs. Because he's lost a lot of weight. Yeah, but, you know, I go back to that, what football team was it when he had the... F- Clemson, and what was the first thing he ordered was Big Macs, and and he had Big Macs, and he had Whoppers, he had all those fat. I'm thinking, and the kids probably, loved it. The kids loved it, but I bet you any money it was because he wanted it as well. Well, listen, I, I wouldn't know. doubt it. <laughs> Every now and then, you need you need a fast food fix, right? No matter how healthy you eat, right. it's like I need a Big Mac, and that's what he did. But at the end was the most important part. There, where he said we had to take care of the firefighters, the police, the first responders. He must have cleaned out the entire inventory of that particular McDonald's because that that's a lot of stuff. They yeah, had he had a lot, had a lot of people. He that was, was feeding. probably emergency all staff meeting from that manager, huh? Good for you know what? Good for them though. You know, good for him. And then of course he gave out Trump water. Oh yeah, which is going to kill everybody in East Palestine, according to the administration, not his, but well, first Biden one. Controversial already. Yeah. I already saw this huh? this blob. Uh, Trump promotes his own water brand in Ohio. Yeah, because he said, he goes, I'd pick the Trump water first. It's better. <laughs> there was, but did you see the amount of pallets of water that oh, were there? It's like he brought a whole plane full. It's here like, come the, on. Here was the water drop off, and then we'll get to his uh, presser. Because we're bringing thousands of bottles of water, Trump water, actually, most of it. Uh, some of it we had to go to a much lesser quality water. <laughs> Jeez. You want to get those Trump bottles, I think, more than anybody else. Stay in line for the Trump water, not that Alcofina. <laughs> it's got too much salt in it. <laughs> it's, I, it was just, it's just funny. But good for him. You know what? He's the first person of uh, any power that showed up there. Yeah. Where's most, Biden? Most oh, important. he's giving money to Ukraine. Oh, yeah. He, he's finally coming home. Oh, and Pete Buttigieg coming today. Oh, this was after, of oh. course. What was it? What was his comment yesterday? I don't know if he tweeted it or he said it. I think he tweeted it. That two kinds of people go to disasters. One is there for a specific reason to tackle a specific problem. And, yeah. I'm, and I'm kind of like, you know, paraphrasing here. The other is purely for a photo op and what it can do for them. What, an, what a tone deaf statement, because you know, honestly, I'm, I hear that. 
of the one and the two, and I think he's the second one. He's yeah. the one there for the photo op. You're the latter. Because I will guarantee you there is no possible way on earth anybody from that administration was going there, especially him, unless Trump went first. Right. They got forced into it. Okay, but here's the thing. If you live in this little town of East Palestine or a surrounding town, and you look at this administration and you think, why isn't this president telling somebody, because you're in Ukraine giving them all this money and yeah. armaments and everything else, why aren't you telling somebody like your vice president, go to East Palestine, these people need help? Nobody in this administration has done any. They don't, where's the vice president? They don't talk to each other. I'm convinced they don't. Where is she, where, when was the last time you saw her out in public? Right. I mean, like, out in public, public. I mean, we, yeah, she makes appearances, but, I mean, they don't promote anything with her. Do you know Biden himself, I mean, out of his mouth, he has not said one thing about this train disaster, this derailment? Really? There's not been one statement from him directly. Not one. So, as, as I live in East Palestine, and I look at this and I say, okay, I was a Trump voter, or I'm a Republican. I'm kind of like an impoverished area. You know, I don't make $800,000 a year. Right. They don't care about me. No, that's the only no, takeaway you no. can have uh, from this administration. How could you? How could you think anything else? I didn't want to think it, but it's absolutely true. They, it's they don't care about them because it's Trump country. It's they lost o- this. They lost Ohio. They don't care about. It. They figure it's a lost cause. They're just focusing on Texas. They think they get make some inroads there. This administration, and I'm sorry, just like the Obama administration did, they dictate. They rule by poll. It's what they do. It's horrible. And they don't poll well in this place. They don't care. You know, I read an article yesterday because DeWine's Republican, right? The the governor. Yeah. They said he won 79% of the vote. Well, that surprises me. I didn't know it was that much. I was like, like, is that right? Yeah, I know. He's kind of goofy looking. But at least he's been there. That surprises me. Well, I don't know. I yeah, just okay, he's... but he's another one, though. I'm drinking the water. It's fine. You're drinking it out of a water treatment plant. Go to somebody's well. There's still, did you see the hole they dug? Ugh. That aerial shot of the hole it they was, dug to get rid of the toxic waste that seeped into the ground. It, it looks like they're digging a China. And now I'm sitting, now the videos are floating out about the stuff coming out of people's uh, faucets. Oh, dear. Yeah, good luck. Anyway. These poor people. In better news, please. we have a conundrum for you. We do? Everybody can decide, and it's a tough call. Uh-oh. The more you think about it, right or wrong, here's your hypothetical hypothermical. We know that Disney's expensive. Yes. But would you, would you cheat to let your kids ride the rides by their little kids? Adding lifts to his shoes to beat the height requirement? Well, you know what? I think it's a personal call, number one. Because, I mean, there are many times, and my kids love roller coasters. But if they're too little and they're going to fall off the ride, no, I'm not going to do it. Right. But if it's, <laughs> Forget about safety. We want to get them on I, there. Yeah, you know, but I mean, if the, <laughs> if the kid's missing by like a half an inch, I'm thinking, or, you know, a quarter of an inch, that's not right. I, I cheat. I'm sorry. I'll admit it. I cheat. I do what this family did. Here's the story, and they're catching heat because they put everything on TikTok. I guess the uh, Kelly family lives in Florida, and they're one of these families that documents every single thing in their life. I can't stand it. Yeah. But they have get a off channel. Of TikTok. Well, the guy posted, dad posts a video of exactly what they do. My son, Cannon. Our thrill-seeking boy who can't get enough of Disney theme park rides. The only problem, you ask? He's just not tall enough for the big ones. Very annoying. But anyway. They they, let him use that music. They add lifts to the (laughs) shoes to give an extra inch or two. Needed to hit 38 inches. But see, that's that's a lot. An inch is a lot. Two inches is a whole bunch. They've also cut tops off some flip-flops and stuck the soles to the bottom of shoes with Gorilla Glue. Oh, yeah. They could add an extra half inch. They put this kid in platforms. It could be in Kiss. <laughs> uh, Paint his face. We're all set. So, so obviously they're they're cheating the system, but 
Well, yeah, but I mean, is it safe for the kid? You no, know? I know. That That's seems to be a thing. secondary thought, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, it's you know, no offense. And, and I, you know me, I don't like roller coasters. So I get nervous when my adult children go on roller coasters. It's like, oh, my God, don't put my granddaughter there. But I, if the kid's like just missing it, I can understand it. But if you're raising them three inches to get on a ride, I think it's kind of like it's harmful for the child. Some of the comments were hilarious, too, because people it's they're catching so much heat for this. People are saying you made special shoes so your kid could fly off roller coasters. There you go. See, and also, you know what? There's another aspect of this, too. You know, later on when they're when TikTok goes away and then they're just stuck having to be regular, normal parents, their kids are going to cheat on a test sometime yeah. in high school or <laughs> middle school. And they'd be like. I, I learned it from you, Dad. It's you. <laughs> uh, what is even <laughs> What's even more disturbing? I went to find this video to post. Yeah, yeah. I can't tell you how many other videos from parents in Florida superseded this one by oh, yeah. years. Oh yeah, doing the exact same thing. Oh yeah. Hey, this has been around for a while. So this guy, just because it's on TikTok, is making news. But I'm sure I he don't know. copied it from somebody else. Sure, you're only one, but we'll get you on that roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, we got more headlines coming up next. Tragic tale of that uh, TV reporter oh. sh- shot and killed in Orlando. That's terrible. But then we have a a crazy Wild Kingdom story with this this the size of this moose going after this lady <gasps> in Alaska is insane. Oh, I I used to like moose, not anymore. Thank God there were people there to help her. We got that and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. But most of all, we need to make sure that over the next six months, over the next year, over the next two years, that we don't forget the people of East Palestine who have been affected by this tragedy. You coming up here ensures that we do exactly that. So thank you, sir. It's great to have you. All right. So that's one more cut from yesterday's press conference. That was J.D. Vance, the senator from Ohio, the new senator, by the way, as he was thanking Trump. And today is the day that Pete Buttigieg comes. I have Ooh. a feeling there's going to be less press about that. It'll be very quiet. It may be very quiet. It may be booed as he gets off the plane or as he arrives in town. Uh, he said he's going to meet with uh, railway people and uh, right. the EPA to make sure that they're doing whatever they need to do to clean up the mess. Okay. And yesterday they showed, I guess uh, the the railroad system has been there cleaning up the fuel spill. And they're removing dirt. And they're up to like millions and millions of pounds of dirt they've removed. They showed a picture from the aerial shot. It looks like they're digging at China. The hole is massive. You know what I thought? Because they're digging under it, I thought mini Chernobyl. You're right. I mean, obviously it's not that bad in scale, but my God, what it... He's right. J.D. Vance called it a disaster. There's no other explanation for it. It's horrible. And unless Trump went there, you get absolutely no response whatsoever from the administration. They don't care. No, they don't. I've come to this conclusion you're right. It's fact. Yeah, they hate people. God. They hate Trump people. That's and that's so what sad. that is. Trump people. Trump people that live in one of those flyover states that we don't care about. Man. Jerks. In the meantime, boy, it might be tough getting out of Florida today. More than 60 million Americans under winter weather alerts today. This winter storm uh, warning is stretching still from California to the East Coast. But there's like it's like the nation is cut in half. Obviously, we have beautiful winter weather. Right. It was 95 degrees in McCallum, Texas yesterday. <laughs> and and it's minus 10 in, in Wisconsin. Isn't that amazing? Uh, Minneapolis, Detroit, Denver, St. Louis. I'm trying to think of the other airports, uh, the biggest ones affected. But they just showed a map up on 
Fox of where flights have already been canceled in Miami International was like already already yeah they're uh, they're canceling flights left and right so here's a, unfortunately if you're flying call ahead let's go to NBC News for the story this morning a massive winter storm sweeping across the country causing cars to slide off freeways the treacherous conditions extending from Utah to Sa- to maybe got cut off. That's NBC for you these days. Uh, it it they're saying sixteen hundred flight cancellations. That's where we are now. Wow, that's nuts. It's going to be tough. Wow, that's crazy. Mm. I feel bad. And then they say this is going to continue until tomorrow, uh, up until uh, northern New England. So you know maybe it, you know Maine and New Hampshire they're used to it. You know they're in Vermont they're used to snow, but other people stuck. Yeah, I know. And the other and if you're not getting snow, you're getting ice and wind. It's not good. Not good. Well, neither is this. This is a lot worse, actually. And another reason, you pointed it out. How many times, how many different stories has uh, Florida made national headlines this week? None of it really good at all. We have another one. Here's uh, yeah. here's the sheriff in Orlando, John Mina. Deputies located two men who had been shot uh, in or near a vehicle. They are a News 13 reporter and photographer who were on the scene to cover the homicide. This is really Okay. Really horrific. This guy, the, the sheriff comes out and he does this report. And I'm not blaming the sheriff for, for anything here because he's just the, the mm-hmm. messenger. Uh, they find a woman in a neighborhood dead in the middle of the street. Okay. The news team shows up. This 24-year-old TV reporter and his cameraman. I don't know how old the cameraman is. Not know. much older, I don't think. The TV reporter gets shot and killed. The cameraman's in critical condition allegedly by the same person who allegedly shot the girl that's dead in the middle of the street. That's a rampage. Okay, he goes, then he leaves there, the alleged shooter, and goes up the street and shoots a mother and her daughter and kills the kid. This kid's rap sheet was, um, at 19, was a mile long for horrific offenses. Yeah, listen to this. They they outlined them, and you're right. The the relevant question is, why was he out on the street? At 19, he has a lengthy criminal history to include gun charges, Aggravated, aggravated battery and assault uh, with a deadly weapon, burglary, and grand theft charges. Mm. Jeez. Horror, and horrific. he's smirking in the courtroom while they're arraigning him. I'm oh, like, yeah. somebody lock this creep up. Just to add insult to injury, right. It's like, jeez, but how, do, how does somebody with a history like that, even as a juvenile, don't they put you like in juvenile detention somewhere? Uh, you would think. I, I don't know. Can't explain it. Like, By the way, they, until today, the, the police department, the uh, sheriff's department, had not released the name of the reporter. His name is Dylan Lyons, only 24 years oh, old. Oh, jeez. All right. Out of That's that into, all right, we're going to send you to Alaska, Jen, live no, on the scene. I am not going there. To cover, we got a new feature on the show. It's called The Moose Report. It's the Wild Kingdom. <laughs> I. This is just one of those nature reminders where you realize... Oh my goodness! There's a lot of stuff that could take you out. Yeah, you know what? And 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 I guess one of your has your brother seen them? Do they they hunt these things? What do they do? They have, I know, they have, for sure. Right? I've okay. been next to one. We were in, Lauren and I were at Bryce Canyon in Utah and just walked up to the car. I'm like, really? my god! And it was I couldn't see its head. It was taller than the car. I I've never been face to face or in like the wild and seen a moose. So when I saw, you know, you always told me they're mean, and I'm like, oh, they're so cute. <laughs> I'm thinking of Bullwinkle, of course. Right. <laughs> uh, and and no, this thing, this thing stalked this woman. See, that's the problem. She wa- she because she willingly admitted she had seen it up the path. Right. 
and she was walking her dog, and she saw it. And why was it out in the middle of the street, though? It looks like it's on a highway. That's another good question. I don't know. Were they everywhere in Alaska? We've got the video on the Morning Show blog, 850WFTL.com, uh, on the app, too. And it really is a visual. But we know about this because there was another lady who was just in another car across, like, this lake thing, taking a video of it. But she happens to see the lady who was about to get kicked. The damn moose stalked this woman. So you hear her trying to, trying to save her. You guys, this moose is chasing this person. Go, love. Hey, 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 watch out! Watch out! <laughs> Boom. Oh. oh. Go! Are you okay? She's not okay, no, in she's, fact. She's not okay. She just got kicked in the head. She got The thing ran right over the top of her. Yeah. And then it stopped like it was going to come back and, and attack her again. And that's when the woman, you know, had her husband start tooting the horn to scare the moose away. The husband got out. The woman ended up like in a snowbank on the side of the road. The dog you never see. So I'm assuming the dog's okay. Yeah, uh, you know what? That's a good question. I did not see what happened I, to the dog. I didn't even see the dog, but the husband was able to get the woman over the snowbank and into the car with the dog, and they took her to the hospital. She's, she's going to be okay. But. Yeah. And she says she's still going to walk her dog. Okay, that's a true Alaskan for you. You, in the cartoon, we always had a happy ending, you know. <laughs> not in this case. Oh, hey, Rocky. Hey, exactly, Bullwinkle. <laughs> I love the Bullwinkle. Oh, I mean to laugh. Um, t- but come on, you know, it's just one of those things. Had she been, you know, really hurt, we wouldn't be joking about it. But right. just to watch a moose roll over a person, I didn't know they were that big. It's it's almost like a, a like a public service reminder how <laughs> giant these things are. But, okay, there are so many questions I have when you watch that video. It's like a major road. It's kind of like military trail with no cars on it. Right. She's walking this dog. And this moose comes out of nowhere. I'm thinking, did they just walk down the street, you know, on casually everywhere? It's Alaska. Yeah, they got, well, you know, remember the big pushback when they were trying to get, they were saying guns couldn't be allowed in schools? Right, and right. And that one school in Alaska is going, no, our kids carry guns, the teachers have guns, because there's polar bears, and there's <laughs> there's other things trying to eat us on the walk to school. I'm thinking, where do you live? Remember one of the moms <laughs> at the at the council hearing? She goes, um, my son got, got attacked by a wolf last week. I think I'm he like, needs his shotgun. I'm like, what? Can you imagine? I complain just sitting at the bus stop for five minutes waiting for my kids. Man. All right, coming up next, worst honeymoon ever. This newlywed couple had to be rescued from a stuck elevator. They didn't seem like they were upset. Well, you know, love is in the air. We've got that, and Pete Buttigieg has arrived in Ohio. I'm just, I know it's a visual. He's in a hard hat. This is the most preposterous looking thing I've ever He's seen in, in my life. He's in a hard hat? He looks like Howdy Doody. Oh my goodness. On a Fisher Price playset. Oh, please. I'm not, it's a joke. Oh, go home. Anyway, we got that more and highlights from Trump there yesterday oh. coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Which is the exact opposite of a big swath of the country right now. 60 million people under a winter warning. Nasty. I just got pictures from my brother in New Hampshire, even. Uh, are they already getting hit? Uh, it's starting. It's awful. Yeah, they say it's going to go through. Uh... All the way across the country. And yeah, because this started west. Yeah, this started in California like two days ago. I Brother, told you on Monday it was going to be a problem. You all looked at me like, oh, it's crazy. And all of a sudden, it really did. It like developed in California. And when things happen like in, in Oregon or in Washington and California, you think, well, it's so far away. And then next thing you know, it's starting to hit. Now it's in the middle of this country, and it's hitting Chicago, Detroit, and now it's into New England. My brother lives in Merrimack, New Hampshire, and just sent me a text. Why do people want to move here again? What's the picture? It's got a couple, like? a couple of feet of snow oh, in the backyard. Wow. Well, the groundhog was right. <laughs> First time ever. Long time, actually. Well, he had a 50 50 shot. 
It could have been right or wrong. And isn't it like only right 30% of the time? Isn't yeah, it's, that what yeah, you guys said? Yeah, it's really said? low. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, and then they, they ate him. So that's probably why they ate him. He was never right. As far as actually canceled flights, not just delayed ones, canceled flights, FlightAware, which we always check on, says 750 flights have been canceled so far this morning. Minneapolis-St. Paul <laughs> Airport is once again the top trouble spot. Do you see those highways? Yeah, it's oh. it's horrible. It's these poor people. And I sit there and I think, you know, it, it was funny because I'll I'll say now, why do you live through this? Why do you endure this nonsense? But when I lived in Rhode Island, when I lived in Ohio, I never thought of leaving. Right. You know, it was just right. one of those things where, you know, you could get up and move to Arizona. You could move to Florida. You It, it never enters your mind. So that's why these people and a lot of people I know a lot of people hate the heat. They can't handle Florida. Yeah, I, my brother hates Florida in the summer. I got one family member who says the same thing too. He, it, it said last year, he goes, "How can you live in this godforsaken swamp?" Yeah, and with I said, these "Bugs, seventy-two and sunny in February. That's how. <laughs> that's it. What are you talking about?" Yeah, but in you know in August it's a hundred degrees and hundred percent humidity, and I'm you're dripping. To the point now I don't mind it that so, much. You're getting old. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how, it? I, how many years did I make fun of snowbirds? Uh, right. And after all, you think about it, they had it exactly right. They did. I would love to be a snowbird now. My brother is about to become a snowbird. It's 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 perfect. I was like, you get the great life. That's why people are moving here. Yeah. Well, we're he, full, everybody. I don't know why he's staying in Rhode Island. Because they, they just approved, what was it, $11 million? Rep- well, how much was it? A 10 or 11. 10 or $11 million reparation bill. That, that they took from the COVID money, I think. I was like, what are you doing? All right. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I couldn't... Couldn't live full time back up north. I'll tell you that much. Jeez, I'd be crazy. a renter. I I wouldn't even rent. No, I, no, I I would have no desire. It's sad. I have no desire to go back to my home state. Yeah. It's terrible. Well, uh, kind of surprised me. Pete Buttigieg, transportation secretary, got to East Palestine, Ohio early. He's there already. He's wrapping up the trip. Come on. I know this is a visual. We'll have it on later. You'll see this on your news outlets everywhere. But he he. I'm sorry. This was so he was I he was in a hard hat. Oh, he was in. He was at the, the you know like the EPA stuff and the the train. He was at the train site itself. He looked so out of place. It was ridiculous. Okay, and this man's going to save East Palestine right. and their residents. How? He I have knows a, what? I have a feeling he got there so early and is leaving early so that there's not a lot of press about it. Or did he get there last night? Could have been. Try to like you know intersect Trump. Could have been. Didn't work. No. That, that would be a bad, bad take on for him. Trump would destroy him in about 10 seconds. Uh, Trump, you know, wasn't just about handing out the water. Trump water. They're going to give you Trump water. That's the good stuff. And at uh, McDonald's, he also had a press conference. To the people of East Palestine and to the nearby communities in Ohio and Pennsylvania, uh, we have told you loud and clear, you are not forgotten. You are not forgotten. We stand with you. We pray for you. And we will stay with you in your fight to help answer and the accountability that you deserve will have that accountability. It'll all be out there very clearly. Smart of him, yeah. you know, politically to get there, but it's preposterous that he had to. And I'm telling you right now, there's no way Pete Judge would be there unless Trump went first. Nope. That's sad. Not buying it. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, what Trump went on to say there, by the way, was he said, you know, people may forget you in a year or two. He goes, we won't. I'll be back. He said, you need help, you call me, I'll be here. Wow. Uh, but, okay, in, in the, the Buddha judge thing, it, you know, I sat back yesterday and went, you know, this goes so much deeper. you got a president of the United States on the other, on the other side of the world saying we got to go protect our NATO allies and make sure Ukraine has billions of dollars. 
Yet, why hasn't, why didn't Biden, when this happened, look at Buttigieg and say, yo, you're the transportation secretary, get your butt out there or send somebody? Because you can't tell me a J.D. Vance or one of those, you know, or the governor, DeWine, didn't call the White House and say, well, we need some help out here. Right. Could you send somebody? Right. At least make it look good? Nothing. It's been three weeks, even longer, I think. February 3rd is when this happened? It's uh, February 3rd. It's, it, was a, it was a Friday, wasn't it? Or whenever that day was, Monday. It was, it was my, your birthday. It was my birthday, but that's when it happened. That's how long this has been going on. God, you're already a year older. <laughs> it took that long. This is crazy. I don't know. These poor people. I just hope they're not forgotten, though. That's right. All right, in the meantime, it's kind of a kind of a feel-good story, but it's all about attitude, right? Now, they could have yeah. freaked out. They could have sued the hotel, but they're in love. <laughs> These newlyweds out of North Carolina. This was in Charlotte. Oh, great place, though. Had to be rescued. Oh, it's a great city. Had to be rescued out of a stuck hotel elevator by firefighters right after their wedding. No. Jeez. <laughs> Were they by themselves? Yeah. Ah, that's the question. Uh, hey, now. Hey, now. <laughs> they might not. They might have gotten stuck on purpose. One never knows. Here's Panoff and Victoria Ja talking about uh, the whole experience. When it first happened, I thought, oh, it stopped for a few seconds. It'll restart. And then I think we noticed that the door was just slightly ajar. Elevator had a glitch. It had to happen with the groom and I both stuck in the elevator. So at least it wasn't just one of us. They harnessed me up, pulled me up four floors. We were not able to celebrate, do a last hurrah and kisses and goodbyes. And that's, that's what put the damper on everything. Oh, well, four that's sad. Four floors in a harness? Are you kidding me? <laughs> How was your wedding night? Eh, it was up and down. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably in her wedding dress, right? Yeah, well, the, I guess as the story goes, they had, you know how you kind of change to come back okay, to yourself, right. and then you wear something still fancy but slightly less fancy? Yeah, the, I think it was one of those better. deals. You're getting ready to leave. Okay. Yeah. I do love wow. how Jen just focused on the four stories in a come harness. On. Oh, yeah. Com- completely bypassed. <laughs> We're so no. upset we didn't get to do our final goodbyes. No. Who, cares? No. Who cares? No. She's thinking about Rescue Basket. <laughs> Thinking, you know, I watch those people when they're in floods and they're on their rooftops and they drop that basket off oh, yeah. the helicopter. I'm thinking, I would be sitting there going, basket, sitting on the roof. <laughs> no, you I wouldn't. might have to pick the roof. And then I hate that. And then sometimes they can't control it with like a helicopter lifts you up oh, and then the basket spins. spins. You're spinning oh my around. God. I know. That's like Oof. my worst nightmare. They'd have to drug me to get me in one of those. I swear to you, I would be psychotic. Tranquilizer. I, I, they would. They'd have to like... <laughs> Shoot me with the poison dart. Or dart. <laughs> and remember, remember, this is their wedding night. So you think the husband at some point was like, you know, we oh, <laughs> could be here a while. Shut up! Get me out of here! <laughs> oh no! Wow! You know, nobody's coming for a while. Hey, well. Hey, we got rapid fire coming up. I'll get us out of this. Please. Rapid fire is coming up in a couple of minutes. We'll go around the horn with some news stories. Uh, just past eight thirty, the South Florida Morning Show. Stick around for that. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Around the horn we go with news stories from the day. We're going to vary it up a little bit for this one. Jen's going to kick it off with what you got going on there. Uh, you guys, uh, what's that, that special they always do with the football teams? They follow them. You oh, watch the show. Uh, Hard Knocks? Hard yeah. Knocks. Yeah. Okay. And then they had Hard Knocks in season. In the season. In yeah. the season. It was interesting. Well, get ready for quarterback. I heard about this. It sounds pretty cool. Is out with the new series. And they say this is Netflix's way of getting into the NFL so they can start airing football games. Hmm. Netflix is out with this series called Quarterback. It includes exclusive access to 
Guess what quarterbacks? There's three of them. You Terry guess? Bradshaw. Dan you know, Marino. These are people that are still playing and not uh, happy. Why a tittle? Oh, stop it. <laughs> Otto Graham. <laughs> and Tua isn't one of them. Oh, come on. What kind of show is this? A good one. That, oh. Tua, is an, Tua stars in ER. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's Cook County Emergency. Uh, okay. It was uh, right there. I'm sorry. I'm good. sorry. Yeah, with a little hanging fruit. <laughs> you want to ch- you want to guess any quarterback? Uh, I'm going with. Well, and I know them all. They're so. current, right? Yeah. Yes. They're all they're all stars now. Yes. I know all three of them, so oh, I didn't want to oh, give it can't. away. Okay. Daniel shut up, Jones bro. of the New York Football Giants. No. Incorrect. Patrick Mahomes would be number He's one. Won. I've heard of him. Minnesota Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins. Kirk Thuggins. I yeah. wouldn't know him if I hit him with my car. And Atlanta Falcons quarterback Marcus Mariota. 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 Yep. So it's interesting because you have three quarterbacks in three different stages, which is why I think they took those three guys. Right, because you got Mahomes, best quarterback in the league. You got Cousins is like a, you know like a great mid tier type of guy. You got an A, B, and C. You do. You have A, B, and C. That's maybe that's maybe that's the design. And that's yeah. Here's the here's the gotcha. It's always a gotcha. It's mostly done at their homes with their families. Oh. So you get to see Behind all the of their stuff. Oh, no. So you're talking Mahomes' wife and his brother. Yes. Oh, no. So they you're going to have some uh, awesome featured. interview with Patrick Mahomes. He's going to be there talking about his preparation, his diet and stuff. Oh, and all no. of a sudden in the window, you're going to say, hey. Oh, no. Yes, his brother. You're going to see his idiot brother. It's all about me. Dance. He's doing uh, one of these. It is set no. to <laughs> debut this summer on Netflix. If you would like to watch it, I'm I sure am, it's going to be a big hit. I would actually like. I would like to see that. That sounds good. So that's what the whole thing's about. Wow. All right, well, I'm going to follow that up with something that's absolutely unbelievable to me. But according to all sources, it's absolutely true. Do you remember Biden's fired non-binary nuclear waste guru, Sam Brinton? (laughs) Oh, my goodness, yes. How could we forget? Who was charged and still faces charges of literally stealing suitcases that didn't belong to him. Right. Took them from airport turnstiles and just took them. Right. Two different cases, two different cities and airports. We've got more now. There oh, is a no. there is a Houston-based Tanz- Tanzanian fashion designer who lost her luggage back in 2018. 2018. She, she was watching the coverage of this thing because it's he's quite a character, Sam. Right. And s- recognized some of the outfits he was wearing. No. You gotta be kidding she me. She said, no. that's from my luggage. <laughs> she found her stuff oh he's wearing. Oh, One of the, and there's, I'm looking oh. at now from the dailymail.com, the UK, UK outlet, the side-by-side of Sam wearing the outfit and hers, and that's the outfit. And he she also says, that's clothes. one of the purses I designed. Holy cow. Wow. So he's that's been doing where it this went. forever. Right. She had never heard from the airline. Lost wow. luggage. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened with it. It's just, it's gone. So it, we took it wow. from the Houston airport on a business trip, and she, he, she and she found it in photos. 2018. That, how long has this been going on? A serial nutcase. What a what. This a guy was lunatic. in charge of disposal of nuclear waste, and he's just Jeez. stealing luggage in the airport left and right for years. It's it's. I'm telling you, if you see the side by side, that this is it. There's no there's no possible way anybody else would have duplicate. Outfits like this—it's it's a very it. unique outfit. It's not something that you're gonna, you're gonna find on the rack he somewhere. Have the hat that goes with it. <laughs> wow, that's unbelievable. This boy, this no, guy is no just... charges filed on this one. The kid's too old. She can't really like yeah, prove it, but she's making it. a she's making a public case about Good it. Good for her. Wow. And I hope she sells a lot of her dresses now. I hope so. Because it's pretty. It could be a publicity <laughs> thing, but I mean, I think she's right. That's insane. Good for her. Wow. Well, how about this? This was kind of like. You never want to celebrate when someone gets fired. No. 
I mean, you know, you always no. feel for people when they lose their job, but right. you also sometimes feel like, you know what? Maybe they're kind of getting, uh, you know, what, what goes they deserve. Around. Yeah. And that's how I feel about NPR right now. Oh, <laughs> oh why? Oh, they are laying off National Pravda Radio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 10% of their staff, which is a lot. 10% of their staff. They only got 50 employees. Well, they have a projected $30 million budget shortfall. Ouch. Because of loss in advertising, major losses in advertising. So they, now they have to go and... Compete for ratings? You no, know, there's that. Like lay, we do? <laughs> lay off people. I, I have said for you can't have a government-funded, completely, totally biased news agency like NPR is. They, they are atrocious. They're wow. really bad. They're, make they're them, one of the make worst. them compete for ratings. That's yeah. If exactly. you're going to do this, they're one of the worst. They should not be publicly. They funded. will see how no. few people actually listen and watch NPR. Ridiculous. Good. And which, wow. by the way, ten percent. If you're wondering, it amounts to about a hundred positions being eliminated. Oh, well, listen, it's the way it goes. No, well, that's the thing. Wow. Again, you know, the, they said it was a sharp decline in revenues from its corporate sponsors. Isn't that interesting? It is actually. They say they're blaming on the uncertain economy, but you got to wonder. No, you know, it's got nothing to do with the economy. Mm. So the public television begathons, the begathons didn't happen either. Wow. Yeah, right. Exactly. But yeah, is is it a content thing? I think so. I think it's content. People don't listen. What are we down into? The single digits into news, you know, reliability. People believe news outlets of all kind. There's a reason why. I don't know how CNN stays on. I I don't. Maybe it's China money. I have no idea. Uh, Could very well be. Well, there wow. they go. NPR. Wow. Well, this will put a smile on everyone's face. Duncan, introducing a whole new menu for the spring. Get ready for caramel chocolate cold brew and a new carrot cake muffin. What is it? Caramel chocolate cold brew. Oh, I've never heard of caramel. <laughs> oh, I know caramel. Okay, I got it. I was waiting for it. I hate both of you. <laughs> Alongside a returning fan favorite, the chocolate croissant. Oh, that's a good and one. And the Irish cream flavored coffee's coming back for St. Patrick's Day. This all sounds Day. very good. It yeah, does. it's uh, mm. uh, listen to this. This drink, this chocolate cold foam and cocoa caramel I'm in. caramel sprinkles. Thank you. Wow. The new carrot cake muffin, shredded carrots, raisins, crystallized ginger pieces, complete with a drizzle of cream cheese icing. That sounds oh good, too. Oh, my God. Oh, that sounds good. And, it, and then the St. Patrick's Day, the, the Irish cream-flavored coffee. Oh, St. Patrick's is around the corner, isn't sure it? Sure is. Wow. Now, here's the best part. Now, all of these drinks are affordable, but now you can get a classic donut for a buck. $2 is a stuffed bagel mini or a $3 sausage egg and cheese sandwich. Affordable. It is. Yeah. It's not that $7.50 cheese yeah, sandwich you right. get it. Not that I'm knocking Starbucks. $12 I like coffee. Give me yeah. a large coffee and a cruller. <laughs> I love donkeys. Oh, I love the donkeys. <laughs> I don't care if it's a blizzard. I'm going to Dunks. Good stuff. <laughs> well, this week's PGA Tour event is right up the street. Yes. And underway. The golf claps. There we are. The Honda Classic is going. <laughs> Who's it, supposed to win? Uh, Do we know? I don't know. Uh, do they have favorites? <laughs> I, I, yeah, they usually do. Who won last year? Sep Straka. Who? Exactly. Sep Straka will be looking to defend his title at the PGA Nationals Resort and Spa in Palm Beach Gardens. Let's go, Sep. You're not You're not making this up. No. Yeah. Oh. I don't know who the hell he is either, but there's a one. Let's go, Sep. I'm all in. This is what happens when you don't have Tiger. You got characters like (laughs) Sep Straka making the headlines. A side note, one of our listeners sent us a little text message. 
if we would like to go, we w- can park in her driveway. Was it Sep? Because no, I only want to hear no, from no, Sep. No, I think it was Barbara. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Remember that was Barbara, very nice So of her. thank you, Barbara. Wonderful. Uh, I, I'm not going, but maybe the guys are going to go. Well, in case you're wondering, Jen, Aaron Wise is the favorite. Ooh. 22 to 1. Then you have Min Woo Lee at 25 to 1. And Chris Kirk and Alex Norin share also at 25 to 1. Ah. Is it sad that I've never heard of any of their names? And that is a problem for the PGA. <laughs> well, I mean, right I'm not there. a big golf fan, but I know, still, yeah, but I still, know names. You need the casual fan. By the way, John Rahm, who just won last oh, week's uh, Genesis, yeah. he will not be competing. Oh, is he going to the live? I guess he's resting. I don't know what's happening. John Rahm, by the way, do you remember the story last year? With the COVID thing, remember? He was winning. uh, Where was the tournament? He was winning the tournament. They took him off the golf course and checked his VAC status. I think it was a major. Yeah, it was like the championship. It was like the PGA yeah. championship or something. And, that and, was, and he was winning. They took him off yeah. and they, they, see you later, bye. He was like in the middle of a putt or something. He's like, uh, sir. What? Insanity. We uh, just checked your, go- you just checked positive for COVID. You're going to have to leave. I'm leading. And they made him Gosh. leave. Remember that? Looking back on some of that stuff. was How ridiculous. Stupid. By the way, Sung J.M. is the favorite. I, I misspoke. He's 17 to 2. He's number 18 in the world. Sung J.M. Just okay, so I guess know. I gotta watch more golf. I'm I misspoke. Sorry. I wanted to make sure. Do I got you know that who right. these people? Am I the only no, one? Do you guys know. know who they are? I know John Rom, and that's it. Yeah, yeah he's well, not I know John Rom because he got interrupted at right. that, that championship course. Well, real quick, I'll tell you guys about the guy who paints with his tongue. What? So, is it John Rom? <laughs> where do you, where do you get this crap from, Diener? <laughs> is it Sepp Straka? It's not Straka. It is not Straka. There's a California man who get this. Why is he painting with his tongue? There's a reason. Because he has the Guinness World Record for the world's longest tongue for a man. Longer than Gene Simmons. They measure from tip of the tongue to the teeth at 3.97 inches. What's the average tongue? That's a good question. Can't be that. Wow. That's maybe long. Maybe two inches for an average tongue? Holy two cow. and a half inches? So this guy... It's, so this guy is popular. <laughs> yeah, well, his, you, you're, I'm not talking about it. His <laughs> tongue at 3.97 inches has uh, made him very unique in the world of... Tongue measuring, I guess there's a world for that. Have you noticed the, the, the character of the stories that Diener picks? Well, I'm talking about he's painting. What do you want from me? So how does the monkey... As the, as as the morning edge. gets later. Yeah. <laughs> the monkey story, this story. There's a reason why I'm doing this. Sure you are. Because, well, he wraps his tongue in plastic. This <laughs> is just sounding worse now. Sure is. <laughs> Before he dips it in paint. And then he paints with his tongue. He draws on the canvas with his tongue. Right now, everybody listening to this driving is sticking their tongue out, trying <laughs> to figure it, out. It, right. you, exactly. We're all thinking if you could do it, too. <laughs> Can you do it? Well, they call him, by the way, his paintings have sold up for up to $1,200 because of his famous tongue. Wow. It's pretty good. But they call him his painting name because, you know, you got to have like some type of pseudonym or something. Lickety split. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Sip Straka. No, that's Sip Straka. Licasso. Oh! <laughs> hey! Boy, I got that there. Was, that was a long way to get to <laughs> that. Boy, I got there. That was a long way around the bases. <laughs> wow. But worth it, Diener. Good uh, job. Wow. That was a good job. Four-inch tongue. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're, we're gonna, coming up next, I have good news about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, good. Oh, That's really? You'll be happy. Continuing theme this week. All right. It's, We've got that. Very happy. And actually, believe it or not, our next segment coming up is our uh, junk drawer segment. To is our oh, that's last right. segment of the morning because we have to get out of here a little early today at nine. So we're, our our leftover story segment is coming up next. And, and why are we leaving early? Do you guys know why? We have meetings to go learn how to do radio. <laughs> yes, that's right. We, I love it. And all the listeners now are going. Thank God, <laughs> it's about time. All right, we got that and more coming up next. The Self Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Well. 
A tale of two countries, really. Florida has the best weather, again, thank you very much. Yes, we do. And then throughout the South, like record heat, 95 degrees in McCallum, Texas yesterday. Amazing. And then you go to the northern swath, where you've got uh, average temperatures below 10. This massive snowstorm is 60 million people under a winter weather watch, and it's starting to move further east now. We've got just under 1,000 flights fully on canceled. So if you go into any of these Midwestern states, it's yeah. going to be tough today. It's gonna, And then they got to catch up from yesterday. They, what, 2,500 were canceled yesterday? Ooh. So they got to try to make up for those which they can't because they can't get any of the planes out. So right. I, I think it's going to be probably not until uh, later tomorrow things return to somewhat normal, Here's unfortunately. Another quick little headline before we get to the fun stuff to wrap up uh, the day. The person who bought the winning Mega Millions ticket, remember the big one in Maine? Worth oh. more than $1.3 billion. Yep. Came forward, claimed the prize. Who was it? Not you. Yeah, I know. They chose, they've chosen to remain anonymous, so this goes state by state with Powerball. Some states will allow you to do that, like Maine, which is nice. Well, right? people go to Maine to remain anonymous. People, I mean, go they to, go there to hide from pe- people. People go to Maine to hide from the law. Yeah, they, they, that's, yeah, no. One-time cash payment chosen of over $723 bucks. And Before they stayed taxes. in Maine? Uh, I guess if you're anonymous, you could. You know, that's the problem. They release these people's names; it 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 creates mayhem for them. That would be havoc. I would hate that. You know, everybody in the world comes out of the woodwork. Ironically, I think Florida releases the name, don't they? Yes, they do. Traditionally, they do. I don't know if you can send like an attorney as proxy for you. Pretty sure though, they part of the deal is they release your name. Mm. So change your name before you get there. Second largest jackpot in the history of Mega Millions. Jeez. One person won it from Maine. God mm. love him. All right, let's, give me the, let's wrap this up with the good news about Willy Wonka, because this has been controversial all week. Augustus Goop, Gloop, right? Augustus! How was he described as? Fat. He's a fat kid. He's a fat kid. I got a golden ticket. I got a golden ticket. <laughs> uh, the Doll Estate and Puffin Editing there, uh, books, had decided that uh, they were going to edit, and they've already done it, by the way. Many of Raoul's books, Doll's books, uh, including Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Matilda, they took out ugly, fat, psycho, psyche, uh, him, her, oh my god, mom, dad. <clears throat> it's just like parents and kids. It, everything's like gender neutral, except European publishers refuse to do it. Good. They're like, nope, you're going to change the meaning of the book. You can't do it. They'll lose all their power. They'll lose all their luster. We refuse to do it. So if you want an original <laughs> Raul Dahl book, go to Europe and they will have it. Augustus Gloop's character was a glutton. And that was the whole point. The kid couldn't stop eating. And it was a point in it where he finally got stuck in the tube. Right. He learned a lesson. Veruca was Veruca. awful and selfish and self-centered. Mike, t- Mike TV just never stopped watching TV. And then Violet was just a spoiled little brat. Got everything she wanted. I want to be Violet. <laughs> so, okay. You're, Violet, be Violet. you're turning Violet, Violet. Yes, you are, Violet. Good. You That's go. actually really good so, news. I, I, it was nice to see that at least, I, and I was shocked that it was Europe. Because usually they're the first ones to fold. Yeah. But I, it's across the board. European publishers are like, no, we're not touching it. And maybe this- it's because he's European. I don't know. Do you think this creates like a, a value of the ones that were edited become like a, a, a valuable addition? Oh, I don't know. Is this less of those? How many millions of copies of that book are out there? Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I don't know. I, just, I don't want the edited version, though. 
No, I don't, no. I don't think I have any of his books still in my house. I don't know who's going out and buying new copies of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, but yeah, still. And, and most, I mean, even kids today, they just download them to their iPad. It's like, yeah. here you go. Those kids today. And the nerve. Nora's always downloading stuff. It's like, how do you know how to do this? You're five. <laughs> They're taking over the world, they these are. kids. They're taking over the world. I don't know. I never read the book either. I just watched the movie. <laughs> have you read any books in your life? A couple. Just curious. Just curious. Yes. Okay. War and Peace. War and yeah, sorry. Started in 1981. Still working read, on it. We had to read Lord of the Rings when I was in high school. I read that's the Hobbit. That's a long one. That's, that's God Almighty. It took like a whole senior year. I have to get through that series. I've always wanted to read it. I just I can never get around to it. I want to read the Game of Thrones books oh, as I know. well. Song of Fire oh, and Ice. Oh, really? Those are books? Oh, I yeah. never knew that. Yeah, George R. R. Martin. He actually still hasn't finished the series. <laughs> they finished wow. the show before he finished his actual books about the story. That's why people complained about the last season, because they had to make up their own ending. Yeah. It wasn't his ending, because he doesn't have an end- ending yet. Well, he sold out. Yeah. Well, he made a lot of money. <laughs> I'd be selling out too for what they pay him. Well, Speaking of selling out, how much would you pay for a license plate? Oh, what do they charge you? Twenty bucks? That? Yeah, usually twenty, twenty-five bucks. I've thought about getting one of those vanity plates, like Miami no. Hurricanes or Dolphins, but it's like not like I pay fifty bucks. No, Is that how much they are? Usually. And if you yeah. want to get one of the specialty plates, those are more money too, right? Because yeah. I wanted to get one of the space ones. Yeah. At right. one point, you know, I got my Ohio State little banner around mine because of you, but that's about it. Yeah. You know, what else do works. you need? California man has a customized license plate. It reads cash. It's just straight C-A-S-H? C-A-S-H. Oh, it's probably the guy that's going to get robbed. You know, he <laughs> registered the name in 1970. Really? He doesn't want the plate anymore. Claude Arthur Stewart Hamrick is 83. He's a retired San Jose patent attorney. Oh, boy. He's offering the rights to his vanity plate for sale. You can go to platebroker.com. But the asking price? A mere $2 million. Why? Why? it says cash. Some rapper wants it. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe. Because it's, it's no one Patrick else going to have to purchase cash. will go to California and buy it. <laughs> Someone will buy that. Yeah, but with the S, it have a dollar sign. <laughs> yeah, who's that guy? That guy that's married to, what's her name? Rihanna, right? He's got know. that cash sign. Oh, ASAP Rocky. It, yeah. I, yeah, see, his is got to do the Oh, cash I should have had you say, because you call him ASAP. Whatever. He's an ass is what it is. As soon as possible, Rocky. Like, you are right now. See right. you later. We're going to get out of here. We're going to get out of here early. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. We'll see you then. Take care.